this is COVID and I, a feel-good podcast that relates to and addresses how we have managed lockdown, loss and lunacy. Join us as we explore the positives of COVID. It's had a powerful effect on us all. But who are the friends we have made and what are the things that we have learned from a Scouse perspective? Hello everyone, welcome to another instalment of today's Sound Ideas to Share podcast series. Welcome to Michelle Walters, who took part in the first podcast media training course run by BBC journalist John Offord and the R-Time Time Bank, part of Richmond Fellowship Mental Health Charity. She hails from Tubebrook, Liverpool and has a very accomplished CV. Hello Michelle. Hi Paul, lovely to meet you. Give us an introduction as to some of the stuff that you do give the listeners an idea of what you're about oh you're very welcome um so lovely to be part of this as a guest this time which is uh, i feel very privileged um so yeah i currently run my own podcast and it's called talk on to walk on with michelle walters it's really the essence of it is about the power of conversation and positive self-talk so what i do is i get guests to come on and we have one-to-one conversation as opposed to an interview get them to tell them about their life the highlights of their life and we weave in moments in their life journey when conversation has really helped them to move forward positively So um, it can be a conversation with a friend, a teacher, uh, you know, a family member at a time when they've decided to really open up um, and take that deep breath and, and, you know, feel the fear and just be be a little bit vulnerable. Um, But it's also about um, moments when you have to talk to yourself because conversation isn't just about um, talking to other people. It's about the conversations we have in our head and they can really hinder us. So um, my guests talk about those moments and I just hope that they're relatable to my listeners and it's something that my listeners can um, it can help them with to to move on in life positively so that that's my aim with the podcast at the moment um, it evolved very much out of the pandemics. Um, I also hear you were a learner on the last podcast course, It's About Time. Yes. Can you give the listeners a snapshot of your journey up to where you find yourself now? Okay. Well, obviously, um, the pandemic was naturally a shock to all of us. Um, I actually entered 2020 um, in a place where I was actually more than ready to pause in life because I was your classic, the epitome of pre-pandemic person, crazy person, going at life 150 miles an hour from one project to the next, massive distraction. Um, and uh, I'd had a career for, from being, you know, I'd grown up in Shoebrook, but I, I'd gone at life um, really positively and focused about I became a lawyer. I did that for 10 years. Um, I then became a bit disillusioned with that. I left and I, I set up the business with my now ex-husband. So there's a story there. So we we became involved for over about seven or eight years in big projects across Liverpool. And then I became when I got divorced, I became a consultant um, to businesses in Liverpool. So I was very much a part of the regeneration of the city um, and helping with business growth. Um, before the pandemic came along, I'd worked for the Liverpool Echo, running their business magazine. Um, but in 2019, um, I got married, uh, we renovated a home, my daughter did a GCSEs. life was just crazy. 
And um, in amongst all of that, I had had suffered a lot of periods of anxiety and, and very, very low moments uh, because life throws curveballs at you. And um, I had the safety net this time in January 2020 of, of, of my fabulous husband, Patrick, um, and I hit another low. January is never a good month for me, so I'm glad it's the last day today. And so the pandemic came along and it gave me permission to pause. And I tried to do a lot of self-reflection um, and I tried to do it on my own. And then I had actually, previous to the pandemic, done some work with Helen Jones on The Late Show. So I, I loved the idea of talking one-to-one. -one. I loved the idea of communication. And I saw the advert for the, the Time Bank project, um, which was about volunteering to do to learn about podcasting and it was all around mental health so it ticked a lot of boxes for me and came at the perfect time um, and I got to meet people so this was around September 2020 so we'd been through the really extremely tough time the, that initial period and it came at a perfect time that it was a great distraction I was learning something new something I was passionate about um, and I got to meet people that from across the city I never would have met before um, from recollection, our podcast was called Reflections on COVID-19, a Liverpool story. And what we decided to do was tell our own stories of how the pandemic had affected us. And it was a really, really great process to be part of. And I'm really proud um, that I was part of it. And then out of that evolved Talk On To Walk On. And also on your website, one of your first questions is, why is it that so many of us put limitations on the life we want? through the mm -hmm. conversations we have with ourselves in our head. Yes. Well, that is very much uh, something that I have done. I've never, I'd like to say I've never limited myself. You know, I, I have been incredibly successful. I have gone at life. I have had this inner steely self-belief um, of thriving and surviving. Um, but there are many, many times, and I think we all face this when we just start to doubt ourselves. We have, we say, who am I to have this? Do I, I don't deserve this. I'm never gonna get there. Why would something, why would that happen for me? And we have this sort of, they call it the chimp on your shoulder, don't they? Um, you know, that 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 person who, that, your, your mind um, wants to protect you um, and you have to interrupt those thoughts. Um, but it's hard, it's not easy. And that's something I've personally been working on. And the podcast sort of feeds into that. And it's a question I often ask um, my guests about, you know, when you have those moments of self-doubt, what do you say to yourself? You have to acknowledge it because we all get self-doubt. Um, we all, we can all make excuses and often those excuses are valid because life can be really, really tough. Um, but we also have to, if we want to make change and we want to thrive, we want to thrive in life, we have to go, okay, that doubt is there. Now I'm going to change the conversation in my head. Actually, I am deserving. I am enough. I can do this. I can make progress. I can take action. I can take small steps to make changes in my life. Do you think you're any closer to knowing the answer to this since you began podcasting? <laughs> That's a really good question. Um, I think it is about just in interrupting 
interrupting those thoughts. I think what many of us are, are brought up to um, follow a particular path in life where we have some, you know, unless we have somebody really inspirational in our lives, if we're very lucky, you know, often society can put limitations on you and you start listening to what other people are saying. Um, but it's really important that you, that it's all about strategy, Paul, I think. I think you've got to acknowledge that we, we instinctively put limitations on ourselves. Our brain wants to protect us from risk. And, and the answer really is strategy and tips, what works for you. So when you have you have a moment to panic and you think I can't do it, maybe you could go for a walk. Maybe you could take a warm shower. Maybe you can do some deep breathing. Maybe you can open up and have a conversation or give somebody a call who actually believes in you um, and get them to sort of reassure you that you are doing all those right things. So I think we, we instinctively do put limitations on ourselves. I think if we acknowledge it, um, and then have those tips and strategies in place and those new create those new habits that work for us um, to interrupt those thoughts to help us move forward positively and with confidence. So I think that's the answer, but it's not easy. It's just something we have to be really endless, constantly aware of. Also, um, who are the podcasters who have informed your work? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I listened to a lot of podcasts initially in the pandemic. Um, Elizabeth Day is one, um, How to Fail. I've actually just got her book. Um, she definitely gave me an inspiration because she talks about moments of failure in people's lives and how instead of moments of success, how people have, have got through failure. Um, and, uh, you know, that failure isn't the end. Failure isn't um, the, the, we don't need to be afraid of failure. Um, that actually often failure leads to growth, it leads to learning, and it leads to something that ends up being actually positive when we look back um, at what we often think is a negative, but actually sometimes you've got to try things and fail at them to learn about what you want, what you don't want. Um, yeah, so Elizabeth Day and her podcast did, did definitely help me. Um, Mel Robbins, um, she is an American um, public speaker, and she talks about how we need to in the five four three two one rule so when you have a negative thought um, you have to say five four three two one um i have to do something five four three two one i have to get out of bed five four three two one right i'm going to go for a walk five four three two one i'm going to listen to a positive podcast um, so she's another inspiration of mine um, but to be honest, as I launched my podcast, I stopped listening to other podcasts because I started to compare and thinking, oh, I can never be like them. And I've realized now I'm not like them. I'm Michelle Walters. You know, you know, we all like different uh, spaghetti bolognese and, you know, we're all very different. And I've just got to concentrate on being me. So, yes, I have been inspired by other podcasters, but actually, um, I've got to remember who Michelle Walters is and, and the people that I can bring um, to my listeners and their stories. There seems to be a theme of self-improvement to the guests on your episodes. Given that you have worked in the highest reaches of entrepreneurship. Okay, I think what you're getting at is why is self-development important to me and why um, I ask my guests about it. And I think what I want from my guests is to almost reiterate to the listeners that 
you're never truly satisfied with where we are. Wherever we are in life, there's always room for improvement. You know, I listened to um, an interview with Ralph Lauren, as they call him, you know, the famous designer. And he's 82, he's a billionaire, yet he's still endlessly every day seeking to improve. Bringing that back to my guests and myself and my listeners, I just think that what I want to get across is that we're always striving, we're always looking to learn. If, if we learn and improve and we take action, it gives us confidence and that, that ripple effect goes into all parts of our life. It goes into our happiness with our friendships, our family, our relationships um, and our confidence. So even if you just improve 1% every day in one area, even in the smallest of things, it can really make a difference as long as you acknowledge it and celebrate it. So I think that that's what's important is to let, I want to really let the listeners know that wherever anybody is in life, we're never 100% happy. We always have our moments of self-doubt. But if we look to acknowledge that and, and look to continue to improve, even in the smallest of ways, um, it, it really helps in the other areas of your life. Also, I hear you're an award-winning networker. Could you <laughs> tell us something about that? Uh, okay, well, that actually came from many, many years of um, working the city of Liverpool, as I called it. Um, so when I, I was a qualified lawyer, and yes I, yes, I knew people, but I'd been very much stuck behind a desk or in a courtroom for, for 10 years, um, very much head down. Um, and what, one, of the, one of the many reasons I left is because I wanted so much more. I love my city very much, and I, it was at a time when lots of cranes were going up around the city. I think a lot of your listeners will remember that, that real period of time when the city was in a place of growth and regeneration. And I just kept looking. I was in India buildings and we, the, the windows were quite low. And I just kept thinking, I want more. I want more. I want to be part of my city. And I didn't feel like I was part of it in the job that I had. So um, I set up a business uh, with my, my ex-husband and we he was a design engineer. Um, but we didn't know anybody. And what we wanted to do was almost cr help create the image of the Liverpool in the future. And so he worked on the skills for the, you know, the, the, the design and the drawings. And I went out and started to, to network. And that basically means going out and taking a big deep breath and introducing yourself to people um, asking lots of questions and doing lots of listening. Um, and that's really how I learned about business. There's no better way to learn than by listening to other people. Um, and I quickly did that and I then started to give back. So as soon as somebody gave to me, I found myself then giving advice to others in, in the position that I was. And I built those relationships up. And even though um, we might not have done business together, what happens is you build a relationship of know, like and trust. And then when you do want some business or you do want an introduction, people trust you and they will then happily introduce you to their network and that's how you grow that's how you learn probably going to be a bit different now post pandemic maybe there might not be all the networking events that there used to be i don't think you can beat beat that um, personal connection but people are very much now more networking online but networking really is about just connecting with people and having conversation all comes back to conversation also does your openness and honesty about the emotional hardships you've come up against help and empower your professional life now right opening up for me actually is very difficult 
It's something that I don't instinctively do, but I very much appreciate the power of it. I appreciate that people's stories are other people's survival guides and, and they can be really, really powerful. I started talking to a counsellor about a year ago, just over a year ago, and he very much helped me with that message. You know, sometimes you do think, why would anybody want to listen to me? Why would anybody want to hear my story? Um, you know, but what I have learned by listening to other people's stories is the impact they've had on me. Um, so what I am now doing and what I'm continuing to work on is interweaving my experiences that I've had to overcome. But I don't do it from a woe is me perspective. I try and do it from an inspiring perspective. So yes, the more the more I talk about um, my life, my life's challenges, um, the more I actually feel more confident. Uh, ironically, um, if people can hear what you've been through, then something might just resonate with even just one person. And if it helps one person to hear your story and the challenges that you've overcome. Um, they might just be in a similar position and it may just help that person. So to help me open up, I always think about if I can help one person, then I've done my job. And finally, why should people try producing their own podcast? Okay, that's a really good question as well. Right. It, it, I would say it's not um, it's not easy, but because there's lots of sort of technical um, learning involved, but you can get support with that. Gunan's probably the perfect person to help you with that. I understand she's doing a course and obviously you've just been part of the Time Bank course. My advice would be don't do it on your own. Certainly seek, seek help and there's definitely help out there. Uh, if you've got something to say and you want to record it, then it can be part of time. Even if you just do one episode, it could lead to two. So take one step at a time. But even if you just do one episode, you're capturing a moment in time that will always be there. Even if you record yourself and don't put it out and then maybe listen back, you know, it will help you with your confidence. Um, so podcasting for me is definitely um, a step to build confidence, build communication and build connection um, and, and part of community as well. Podcasts build great communities and we all want more of that, don't we? I think that's one thing we learned from the pandemic was the power of community, the power of, of connection and communication and podcasting. I can completely understand why it's growing and um, it's something that you can do in the privacy of your home. It's something you can connect with with a guest and you can just press record and see what happens and my advice would be to try not to overthink it try and um, just keep it authentic and um, yes prepare of course you need to prepare but just try and relax into it and just you know believe you're talking to one person and um, you'll be amazed what comes out the other end um, and that how much it, it can help people by listening to what you have to say so a big thank you to Michelle Walters today for taking part in today's sound ideas to share podcast COVID and I. Is there anything else you'd like to add, Michelle? Um, I just want to acknowledge you, Paul. I just felt they were absolutely fantastic questions. For anybody who's listening, I would just encourage them to contact um, Time Bank. They're doing lots of fantastic stuff in, in Liverpool. Yeah, connect and, and be part of a community um, and keep those conversations going and that positive self-talk, you know. Any help that I can give and any support, please do listen to the podcast. Please do reach out to me as well. Um, you'll be surprised how inspired um, you will be by 
by listening to others and their stories. They're all stories, and certainly my first season of people from across the city, um, who've, who are get, who are doing good stuff. But at the same time, they're all they all have their vulnerable moments still as well. So we're all still human, and um, let's all keep talking to each other um, instead of pretending that everything's all perfect in the world. So that would be my my advice: keep communicating, keep talking, and um, join communities like the Time Bank to to build your confidence. Thank you for your time today, Michelle. Thank you, Paul.